G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As we've been hearing, there is an important development in Victoria that has Christian leaders, Christian groups deeply concerned to avert what is described as legislation that makes Christian prayer a criminal offence. Christian prayer or discussing the Bible or referring someone for help can be punishable by jail time if the Victorian Upper House votes on a bill this week called the Change and Suppression Conversion Practices Prohibition Bill 2020. It specifically makes churches a target, aligning Christian prayer with extreme practices. Ed Sparius leads the organisation called Cause, a group that's been active on this latest development in Victoria. Their new research report called Free to Change counters the research that's been relied upon by politicians on the issues around conversion therapy. Ed Sparius joining us. Ed, welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. Good to talk with you again. Ed, the Victorian Upper House could make this law later this week, as I understand it, Thursday. Uh, Give us a little history here and what makes you think that uh, this is the week this could actually all come to a vote. Well, uh, Neil, they uh, put it through the lower house. They rushed it through because they have such a large majority in December. They actually brought the legislation forward by two months, which caught everybody by surprise. Uh, did it just before Christmas, just after the COVID rec- um, re- uh, restrictions were removed uh, and hoped to sneak it through and put it... They've done a couple of readings already in the Upper House and they were intending to put it through tomorrow on Tuesday uh, and uh, they've hit a bit of a brick wall. The uh, Christian community, and they're not just them, but the faith communities generally uh, have gone on the warpath and uh, have been hitting all the MPs. We're hearing they're literally getting thousands of emails and phone calls uh, and so it's actually been put off till Thursday uh, instead of the Tuesday, uh, and we suspect there's backroom deals being attempted at the moment to try and get this through the Parliament. Ed, we've had this sort of conversation before, contrasting the sort of research that governments in Queensland and the ACT have relied upon. Uh, you, in a, an amazing initiative, have over this past year undertaken a major research study. Give us some insight into your study, Free to Change, the study and research and reality. What's happened with your study now? The, the final report, the final study is now available. Uh, yes, we just uh, completed that and had some uh, books printed off this uh, last few days. Uh, we'll put the PDF file up on our website, uh, org uh, in the next day or so. Um, it, it very clearly shows that uh, what the Parliament is being told, that uh, no one ever leaves their LGBT lives, that if they do, uh, it's only transient, and uh, people who have therapy to leave the LGBT lives only ever get hurt. Uh, our, ther- our study shows that that is absolutely untrue. There's a whole group of people... Uh, and we, we're talking thousands, really, because uh, there's people across the, the globe that uh, are ex-LGBT, uh, but 78 of them have come to our website and given us 
uh, their details. They've answered the questionnaire about how they felt before uh, they changed, how they felt afterwards, is uh, their demographics, where they come from, what countries, their ages, uh, how long since they changed. And the story is quite stunningly different. Uh, these people are saying that if they had not been able to get therapy, uh, quite a number of them have said they would have suicided. We've got, you know, I think it's about 75% uh, had around about a 40% uh, suicidal ideation that disappeared. You know, in other words, uh, there would have been deaths if they couldn't have changed. Uh, and that flies in the face of what uh, the politicians have been relying on, which is a, a Latrobe study put out to help the parliament put this through. Ed, it demonstrates just how important this is this week that the Victorian government votes no to this legislation. Uh, you have, in fact, constructed an interfaith letter and sent it off to a lot of faith communities. And while we've been focusing on how this might affect the Christian communities, there's all sorts of religious groups that can be affected by this. What is in your interfaith letter and what sort of responses have you been receiving? Uh, look, this letter is very strong. Uh, in the past, uh, Christian communities have, uh, as I keep saying, hit the government with a wet feather and they don't really care. Uh, in this letter, we've, we're making three uh, points. We're saying, one, uh, that our um, uh, religious books and our oral traditions are not negotiable. We're telling government we will not be changing them. Uh, we're uh, also saying that we're asking for a uh, an open hearing to discuss all the aspects of this so that it can be publicly discussed very openly. Uh, and lastly, we're saying that if they still push it through, the religious communities will combine uh, when the next elections come and we will make sure uh, that we put politicians in place who are going to uphold uh, our values. Uh, and that letter has gone out to uh, the government and to the opposition. And I've got to say, both of them, the opposition and the Liberal Party, uh, have been pretty appalling as well. Uh, one other thing, the uh, they, uh, religious leaders can still email us, so uh, edspar at freetochange.org, and sign on to this. We're really looking for denominations, but if individual churches want to sign on, most welcome to do so. Uh, numbers count, don't they? Uh, Ed, there's another thing that you're doing and have been doing for some time now, uh, that I know listeners will be a little inspired by, and this has been happening in Victoria when it comes to politicians, the idea of uh, those who've been going and personally eyeballing politicians over this whole issue around conversion therapy, actually taking with them someone who is ex-LGBT uh, to share their journey uh, story. Uh, how's that been working? That's been working fantastic. When we uh, tried with the ACT, we uh, tried to have... Uh, uh, we'd ring up a politician saying, we have an ex-LGBT person who would want to talk to you, and we'd hear no. So now we're getting constituents who, are, who the politicians theoretically are supposed to uh, give appointments to, uh, making appointments and then saying, uh, I have a friend I want to bring along, and the friend is one of the ex-LGBT groups. We've got a uh, an on, uh, online... Um, uh, I can't remember, it's called Google something or other, with a, a spreadsheet of it. Uh, and so people, uh, and it's not just anyone, we've, we've got it structured, uh, we'll put the uh, appointment time, the politician, and then someone from the XLGBT uh, group will jump in and say, yep, I can do that. And they either do it with a Zoom uh, or a live meeting. And that's been working well because suddenly these politicians come face-to-face -face with someone who's saying, I'm XLGBT and... Is my story and they have got to listen. 
If the vote goes through this week, I know you're describing this, Ed, as an incredible assault on people of faith. You're seeing this as really putting a target on the Christian community and uh, and they're in the firing line if this goes through on Thursday. Give us your thoughts here on just how important it is uh, for listeners to our conversation today to, first of all, be prayerful. Uh, secondarily, if you've got connections with Victorian politicians, to actually make some effort to let those politicians know that there is a real danger that is going to be uh, passed this week if the vote goes through. Uh, and look, absolutely, as you said, you know they're, they're targeting uh, Christian teaching on gender, on sexuality, on relationships, uh, and uh, where they're saying, "Oh, look, it's still okay for a pastor to." to preach uh, about these things. Uh, No pastor stands on a pulpit and preaches without expecting someone who might have issues with that to come and talk to them later on. They can't. They can't come and talk to them later on, and pastors don't stand there to to preach to make themselves look good. Uh, It is hugely important that people in Victoria uh, talk to their politicians, make appointments, send them emails, and keep bombarding them. And can I say, particularly the Liberal Party, who are saying, oh, we're not hearing from anyone, that's uh, quite surprising because all the crossbenchers are telling us they are being inundated with thousands, literally thousands of emails, uh, and and it's crossbenchers who are uh, more upholding uh, conservative values and caring about this than uh, even the Liberal Party. And I don't want to bash them, but uh, we thought they were carrying out conservative values. They're not at the moment, and they need to be held to account. Holding Liberal MPs to account at the same time and uh, interesting, as you say, crossbenchers indicating their support more for the Conservative issues than the Liberal Party is in Victoria. The Free to Change report, available on your website, freetochange.org. Can listeners to our conversation today just go to freetochange.org? They can download the elements of that report. I think it's about seven chapters long, isn't it? Uh, people like John Whitehall, um, John Steiner from the uh, HRLA, the, the former ACL legal arm, um, a couple of psychologists in America, uh, and uh, uh, Dr. Con Cafetaris have all written sections, uh, and also there's a whole uh, chapter of testimonies. It's on the website, on the homepage, and uh, it's quite clear. At the, you can see there's a picture of a lady facing backwards, um, uh, uh, and the actual uh, name of the study is there. Uh, well, this is the serious end here. This week, the vote in the Victorian Upper House that could see Christian prayer and practice criminalised. Uh, I'll encourage listeners to visit the Free to Change website at freetochange.org. Uh, download that detail. Uh, have a look and uh, make sure you are in touch with MPs in Victoria ahead of the vote this week. Ed Sparius leads the organisation called CAUSE, and behind the Free to Change website, CAUSE is the Coalition Against Unsafe Sexual Education. Ed Sparius, thanks so much for uh, keeping your shoulder to the grindstone and uh, giving us an update today on 2020. That's great. Thank you for your time, Neil. Really appreciate it. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.